What do we do when we have some tea to spill on the podcast? Guess what we do? We spill the tea. Oh, yes, we spill it. Don't we, Amy? (laughs) What say you, Amy? (laughs) I love it so much. (laughs) That was Lexi. And that was Amy. And welcome back to another episode of Confessions of Retail. All the tea. Welcome back. We're back, and it's episode four. I just did eight, but you know. Woo, four. (laughs) (laughs) I said, look at my fans. Woo. (laughs) You know, got to keep the inner festy kid alive. I don't know why that happens. It just does. Got spirit fingers (laughs) for life, yo. (laughs) Too much bring it on, you know. Probably. <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> I watched it all the time. Um, Fun story, real quick. When I was nine, I got into a really bad crash on a moped and used my face as a brake for the yeah. rest of my body. Yeah, um, it was fun. <laughs> it was a lot of fun. Well, I spent two weeks with an intense concussion stuck on a couch with Apple juice and crackers and bring it on. That was the only movie I had. So I watched it for two fucking weeks straight. (laughs) I had the whole thing monologued, like. (laughs) Anyways. So it's episode four. Amy. Yes, yes it is. How has your week been? Um, it hasn't been too terribly exciting. I hadn't dashed in a week or so, and my first night back was a nightmare. I was just all out of my groove. You know how that is? Like, you go, like, a prolonged period of time from dashing, and all of a sudden, you, like, a noob again? Yep. (laughs) That'll be me in a week. (laughs) I was... I was just like freaking fumbling all over everything. I couldn't remember anything. Like I couldn't remember whose order went where. And I accidentally switched orders. <laughs> I was on like a uh, a stacked order and I accidentally gave one person the wrong order and I was on my way to go deliver the other order. Oh no. And they Yeah, they uh they texted me and they were like I just happened to like glance and see on the receipt it wasn't my name. This isn't my order. I didn't have a drink. You know, so they didn't like touch it or anything and I literally only went around the corner. So I was like, oh shoot, I accidentally switched your orders. I'm so sorry. I'm on my way back. (laughs) So at least they didn't like take it inside and like finger it and everything, you know, like they literally just, they were like, I didn't. They didn't finger it, huh? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know what i mean get their fingers yeah no the i know what you mean but <laughs> and my brain went to like american pie i'm like <laughs> <laughs> so i literally just go around the block and i go back up to the house and i'm like i'm so sorry this is this one's yours and they were like no it's okay um have a good night and drive safe and i go you too why? Why am I like this? <laughs> you drive safe in your house now. What? <laughs> Nothing. I'm just like you don't got cars in your house. <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> I 
I do this all the time. Why am I like this? Girl. I remember when I used to work at you know? Taco Bell. Yeah. Well, when I used to work at Taco Bell and in the drive-thru, you'd be like, hi, how are you? And they, you know, would usually just say, I'm good. Can I get so-and-so or whatever, you know? And there, sometimes people would be like, I'm great. How are you? Right? But that doesn't happen too often. So one time I was like, hi, how are you? And they're like, I'm great. How are you? And I'm like, I'm doing great. How are you? And they <laughs> you know, like, damn it, brain. You had one job. <laughs> this happens to me all the time. It hasn't gotten any better. I was 18 when I worked at Taco Bell. I'm 33 now. <laughs> like, there is no hope for me. It's okay. Um, you ever accidentally tell a customer you loved them? You ever had that <laughs> yes, instance yes, happen? Yes, I have. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, lady is on the phone and she's like, all right, love you, bye. And I'm like, love you too, bye, wait. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, she said it first. <laughs> yeah, it was inspired. <laughs> Damn, yeah, autopilot's going to be... get me in trouble. going to marry a stranger right? that way. <laughs> The only people that I talk to on the phone are friends and family, and I always say, love you, bye. Mm -hmm. So if somebody's trying to talk to me on the phone, then they're not friends and family. It's about to get awkward, I think. <laughs> Just a little. <laughs> love you, bye. <laughs> it's not weird unless you make it, bro. Accept my love. Damn it. <laughs> mm. I don't know you, but I love you anyway. <laughs> you swapped orders? Sorry, I had to yeah, remember. Yeah, I did. Thinking about awkward yeah. customer run-ins always kind of blanks my brain. <laughs> I'm like, shit, I did tell her I loved her that day. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> right? So, if you guys ever... I, I mean, I know that there are other people out there like us, but if you've ever had this actually happen to you, just know that uh, 20 years later, we are still thinking about it. <laughs> I didn't mean to tell you that I loved you. <laughs> but like you can keep it if you want it's okay <laughs> there's so many like random little things like that that have happened throughout my retail work life that i still think about like <laughs> right oh my gosh <laughs> just the awkward little things and you think about it like 10 years later and you're just like facepalm <laughs> 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 they're like do you still have that special i'm good thanks oh wait <laughs> shit <laughs> gotta love it but yeah that's i mean that's all for me really anything special for that happened with you in the last week i had an interview for a work from home job and I saved this Ooh. to tell you on pod because it was a fucking <laughs> shit show, okay? Oh. Oh, I was about to be excited for you. I mean, I got the job <laughs> for whatever the fuck that's worth. <laughs> okay. Okay. So. First off, do you know what a, a transcriber is? Yeah. Okay. So, um, there's a billion different ways you can be a transcriber, right? You can write up, like, court 
hearings, you can write up um, scripts for certain, like, playwrights. You can, in my case, write down the the uh, things that are said in hot calls or collect calls, okay? So what I'm going to be doing is I'm a hot call transcriber. Oh, so you get to listen to the fun phone calls. <laughs> This will be fun. Um, okay. Well, ugh, actually. Um, so, originally, <laughs> my interview was scheduled for um, a couple weeks ago, and the lady who was supposed to interview me, um, like, the day of, I get an email saying she's not going to be able to do it. Um, she's waiting for COVID test results still. And I'm like, oh, well, that's fun. I hope you're all right. So, then, I got rescheduled. For the the Wednesday that our last episode aired, right? And so I talked to this lady and she's like, We reviewed your resume and are very impressed with your word per minute ratio. And I'm like, thanks. Did it on my phone. Like, <laughs> what do you say there? I'm just like, thanks. I tried really hard to type fast. You're welcome for my accuracy. <laughs> Bitch, I swiped, okay? <laughs> I'm the two thumbs express. They are opposable. Thank you. <laughs> so, um, the, uh, the ad for this job says that you can get paid up to $10 an hour. And I'm like, ooh, that wouldn't be too bad. Up to is because they pay you per transcript. You have to do the whole ass fucking call to get a dollar. <laughs> oh. Oh, is right. What? I know. And so I'm just like. I mean, I understand being like per transcribed hour, but aren't the phone calls lasting longer than. No. Okay. So the oh, phone okay. call itself, That's the phone stupid. call itself usually runs two to five minutes. Okay. These are collection calls. So these aren't long at all. I just have to type out what's said. Right? Sounds simple enough. But while she's telling me this, <laughs> I didn't like the answer. So I'm like, oh, so it's a dollar per paragraph? No. Okay, a dollar per page? No. A dollar per what? She goes, full phone call conversation transcribed. And I'm like, I can see why you guys need people. <laughs> <laughs> okay look look there's two types of people in this world right the ones who do and the ones who don't i do say the shit that i shouldn't okay uh, i didn't mean to say <laughs> it's like oh i see why there's that up <laughs> whoops and i was like okay well what hours can i work and she goes you make your own hours that's fine and i'm like all right well we'll see <laughs> It was like as soon as she told me how much money they were willing to make me, we flipped our freaking roles. Now I'm the interviewer. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I know the value of my own time. And right? um, a dollar per phone call is a fucking ripoff. Yes. So, um... Yeah, I, I'll I'll see. I'll report back next week because I'll be starting before we record for that episode. <laughs> and uh, yeah, 
It was interesting. So, first off, I had dressed up. Like, I did my hair. I did my makeup. I had a cute dress shirt on. And then about two hours into my day, Nikki threw up on me. <laughs> so, bye-bye nice face and bye-bye nice shirt. It's cool. I got, mm. I got, I got, you know, my eyeliner and my eyebrows on fleek and my hair was still looking pretty nice. <laughs> I'm like, all right, we can salvage this. <laughs> this can be fixed. Well, well hold on. So, <laughs> so I, uh, I go and grab a quick shirt because the, the other dress shirt that I had in mind was in the washer, right? And I was like, okay, I got time. I'm going to switch it over. It'll be fine. Well, I lost track of time, and one o'clock rolls around. It's interview time. It's fucking go time, bitch. Ugh. So I interviewed with very nice hair and very nice face and a shirt that said, Be nice, I know Santa. <laughs> <laughs> and I have the, the unmitigated audacity to say that I know my worth <laughs> Amy, oh when I goodness. tell you she said you sound like a perfect fit for our company, I'm just like, where? <laughs> like, I came at it with Santa a fucking shirt? <laughs> a, a Christmas shirt in February. <laughs> the sass of a fucking sixth grader. <laughs> and the audacity to, like, question her morals rather than, you know what I mean? I mean, not necessarily her morals, but definitely that pay rate, ho. What was up with that? <laughs> <laughs> What's that bullshit? Baby, it's the audacity. Oh, my gosh. It was. <laughs> the way you try me. It was definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Also, one fun little quick thing. So, after your Jesus van incident, um, <laughs> the literally, van. literally the day after we recorded, I had my oldest go and check the mail. And he comes back. He's like, we got something weird in the mail. And I'm like, what? And he hands me this. Okay. It's like this weird package. It's just... And it's got something it in it. It looks like a... It almost looks like a, um, you know, when cigarettes send you coupons. Right, like something like that. Well, it's from a church, right? And on the back it says, you might be asking church. why you received this. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh. You're like, actually, I am. <laughs> he hands it to me and it says, people who don't know you have prayed over this and are praying for you now. And I'm like, oh my goodness. Did y'all hear the podcast? We haven't even aired it yet. Hold the fuck up. <laughs> so I open oh it, right? And I'm like, I got a cross. It's a fucking cross. Yeah, I got a whole cross saying, look, even if we've been a good person, all of us sin at some point in our lives. <laughs> because of this sin, we won't go to heaven. Unless we accept a sacrifice that was made on our behalf. And I'm like, okay, all right, we're coming in thick with the Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Don't mess with the Jesus. <laughs> it says, 
It says, here's a little prayer you can say for yourself. Dear God, I know I'm a sinner. <laughs> what? Oh. <laughs> this is, I'm sorry and ask for your forgiveness. I now declare with my mouth. <laughs> okay. Like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was raised Christian, but there's like, there's, it's, it gets weird sometimes, man. It gets weird. I'm trying so hard not to be sacrilegious and be like, what that mouth do? You know what that <laughs> mouth do? Apparently it says, it says Jesus is Lord. That's what that mouth do. It says repent <laughs> and you shall be saved. And we'll mail you a cross if you need help along the way. <laughs> oh my goodness. And this came in the mail the day after you tell me that Jesus is driving your van for you. <laughs> Girl, I am 25 <laughs> shades of fucked up right now. Okay? Okay. I'll see you in church on Sunday. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I was like, nuh-uh. <laughs> uh-uh. Is it time for in the news now? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's in the news time. No, I'm not a writer. Okay. We interrupt your regularly scheduled tea to bring you only the finest dumpster fire news. Da 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 da. News break. Lexi, what is your news article? <laughs> oh my goodness. My face hurts. I was laughing a little too much. I have tears. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Fun stuff. All the fun stuff. Okay. So my article comes from Bro Bible. Totally reputable source, <laughs> I'm sure. Very legit, very legit. Super legit. So my article is titled, Brave Woman Prevents Potential Gas Station Robbery by Orally Satisfying Thief Till Cops Showed Up to oh. Arrest Him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was not expecting that. <laughs> you know, to each their own. Some people have uh, interesting tactics, I guess. I mean, do what you gotta do, I guess. <laughs> so imagine being inside a gas station while some jackass is trying to rob it. Like, do you freak out? Do you run the hell out of there as quickly as you can? Do you hide in the beer cave to at least pound some booze before you go? Or do you persuade the thief into going to the store's office to get a quick little head? <laughs> Hear me out. <laughs> if you're a 36-year-old Czech woman, you absolutely chose the last option. <laughs> According to the Daily Mail, a 24-year-old man walked into a gas station the other day and attempted to rob the place, threatening workers by saying he'd kill them. When some of the employees of the store started... <clears throat> Sorry. When some of the employees of the store darted out of a back office door... The thief moved to the vacant room to try and steal more cash from the safe. 
until a brave woman stepped in to save the day with her mouth. (laughs) Here I come to save the day. (laughs) Here, I'm not even done. This is, we are just getting to the spice. (laughs) Rather than making out with cash, the thief found some stranger making out with his junk which was enough to distract him from leaving the gas station before cops showed up to arrest him. This is legendary. So the 24-year-old man reportedly tried to steal from the gas station on a Tuesday night and threatened to kill staff, a local Slovakian news station reported. The employee opened the cash register and uh, the suspect took the money from it and punched a staff member in the face several times. After giving the money over, the employee went to the back office where another colleague was. He was able to go out the back door and call police. The alleged thief then moved to the office where he attempted to get money from the safe, but the second colleague also escaped. Local media reports an unknown woman came inside within a few seconds and began to satisfy him orally until police arrived, who then detained the suspect. (laughs) police told the station they found the couple in the office half naked and lying on the floor and the woman said something along the lines of i don't take him anymore officers said the thief didn't manage to get the money and has been taken to a police station and is still being held in custody (laughs) (laughs) i mean hats off to that girl (laughs) like she did what she felt like she needed to do I mean, I probably wouldn't have said, you know what, would solve a robbery. <laughs> I mean, that's what she decided. And, you know, it's her body, her choice. <laughs> it sure is. And you know what? It, it's a proven tactic now. <laughs> Obviously, it's effective. <laughs> <laughs> this is, or sorry, this honestly sounds like a scene from Super Troopers or something, doesn't it? Like, how on earth does a guy go from robbing a gas station and all but getting away with it to being seduced by some stranger who's willing to give head? (laughs) (laughs) There are dumb thieves out there, but man, this dude has got to be in the top ten. Get the money and run the hell out of there, dude. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, or. (laughs) As for the lady, kudos to you, ma'am. Not only for thinking on your toes... But performing on your knees with some quick-witted decision-making. <laughs> Nobody knows why this is the method chosen to stop a robbery, but hey, it worked. <laughs> it sure does. <laughs> it says, maybe the Medal of Freedom should be considered in this lady's future. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> She should get some sort of an award or right. reward, some something. I mean, you're welcome. <laughs> right? She's like, all right, cops, you can do your job now. It took you long enough. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That was my article. What's yours, Amy? All right. We're going to talk about it. Okay? We talking. We talking about it. It is retail related in a sense of this woman went to the fucking store and bought a can of Gorilla Glue. (laughs) (laughs) And 
went home and put it in her fucking hair. <laughs> she sure fucking did. <laughs> she said. So. <laughs> she said. It don't like, move. It don't move. Of course it doesn't move. <laughs> you put glue in your hair. Not just glue. Fucking gorilla glue. <laughs> okay, now, now I will say, I'm not defending, I'm just explaining. Got to be has a spray for your hair called yeah, glue spray. Yes, called got to be glued. And so there is glue spray hair products, right? But it's not, not to be confused glue. Not to be confused with crafting glue products that are also in a spray can. Which is permanent glue. <laughs> not hair product glue. Anyway, so this is my news article. Comes from Jezebel.com, which is really funny because it says a supposedly feminist website. <laughs> Just in case you were wondering. It's supposedly feminist. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> Sorry. Allegedly. <laughs> All right, <laughs> the Gorilla Glue saga thickens. Not her hair, just saying. <laughs> Dude, she ain't going bald in the next fucking lifetime, I can tell you that much. <laughs> that shit will not move. Well, she ended up going to the emergency room. <laughs> yeah, but after 30 days, sorry, but... <laughs> okay, anyway. So, Tessica Brown has hired an attorney and is considering taking legal action against Gorilla Glue after her decision to swap the substance for hairspray has left the glue stuck to her hair for a month. Yeah, I ain't got nothing to say. <laughs> you already read it out loud. <laughs> this is America. <laughs> <laughs> wild out there brown brown believes she may have a case because the warning label on the product tells consumers not to get the glue in their eyes or on their skin or clothing but it doesn't say anything about hair what's your hair attached to (laughs) your motherfucking epidermis okay (laughs) your skin <laughs> After seeing that, Brown spent a reported 22 hours in the emergency room over the weekend to seek medical help removing the glue. Gorilla Glue issued a statement saying that they were very sorry to hear about Brown, oh, to hear about what Brown is going through, which is a <laughs> unique situation. The company wrote. <laughs> That's a really nice way to say Darwinism at its fucking finest. <laughs> because this product is not intended for use in or on hair as it is considered permanent. <laughs> she says, you know what? I think I have a case. It said skin. <laughs> But you know you what didn't they mention didn't hair. say? 
They didn't say hair. <laughs> That's it. That's all I needed. Unfortunately, it's far too late to point that out, though one would think it should be obvious. <laughs> You'd think. <laughs> Healthcare workers reportedly tried applying acetone to her head, which burned her scalp and failed to strip the glue. Medical staff sent Brown home and told her to continue trying the rubbing alcohol. Does Brown have a legal case? I'm going to guess probably not. But <laughs> I'm glad to hear she's getting some other assistance. As of the writing of this article, Brown has already raised over $12,000 on a, GoFa a GoFundMe. Presumably to pay for her emergency room visit and whatever other care she needs to finally get the glue out of her hair. <laughs> We're all forever in pursuit of our perfect hairstyle, but some come at too high a cost. <laughs> I can't believe she's already got $12,000. Actually, but at I this am... point, it's over thirteen. Oh, That doesn't surprise me. You it know, was like people, two hours. People get inspired over the internet. Look, I mean, she put glue in her hair. <laughs> I'm pretty sure as a grown woman, you would know to not put glue in your hair, right? Well, or I'm pretty sure me? as a grown woman... She did not know better than to put glue in her hair, so. <laughs> she said, oh, I'm all out. What's this? <laughs> no, it's a no, all right? It's a it's don't do it. No. <laughs> it's a bad decision that you're going to have to deal with for 30 more days, so. <laughs> they really just oh tried goodness. rubbing alcohol on yeah. fucking Gorilla Glue, though. They said like, acetone. And it was burning her scalp, so she has to go and see a specialist. <laughs> Is there a specialist for that? <laughs> Dude, that's scary, though. Honestly, like, I know all fun and jokes aside, like, when I first saw that video, like, my heart kind of sank. I'm like, girl... I don't know how strong that fucking glue is on skin, but I do know... That if they can't get that glue to go away without burning her skin, mm, Dude, that might like, be a surgery. Like stuck, you know? Yeah. She might end up not having any hair. I just hope she has some scalp left after that. Shit. Mm, yes. So, like, I don't know about the whole suing Gorilla Glue. I think that's yeah. a dipshit move after I a dipshit too. move. But like, in, in this as far case, as that mistake goes, I get scared for stuff like that. Oh. If if it was me, I wouldn't be like, I'm going to sue Gorilla Glue. If it were me, I would take the L and I would probably disappear from social media for a while. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, mm. Pops well, back me, up two months from now with a bright bubblegum pink wig. <laughs> hey. <laughs> that would be me. That would have been me if I could have afforded wigs back when I went bald those two times. 
<laughs> oh, so... Fun stuff. Does that mean it's time for Show Shop? Oh yeah, it is. Show Shop time. Show Shop. Drop tap. This is where we talk about shows we like a lot. This is where we talk about shows we like a lot. <laughs> Yeah, this is where we talk about the shows that we are currently streaming. And if you'd like to check them out and watch along, please do. <laughs> Warning, spoilers ahead. Did you guys watch them with us? Did you guys watch episodes four, four and five? Four and five. Four and five. <laughs> we had a lot of fun. Oh, man. So what was episode four? Oh, <laughs> episode four is the mannequin episode. Yes, the mannequin Oh my goodness. So, <laughs> at the very beginning of the episode, literally every time Jonah makes a comment, <laughs> Garrett says, eject, eject. Because <laughs> he's just like digging his own grave, Oh dude. my god, yes. <laughs> he's like, well, that sucks that you're a single mom. And I know you're pregnant, but we could drive you to the abortion clinic next time. Like, <laughs> next time, please, anybody get a hold of me and I'll take you to the clinic. And then freaking <laughs> Glenn says, Jonah, I'd prefer if you didn't offer to shuttle our employees to the abortion clinic. <laughs> <laughs> okay, to be fair... I really hate that everybody assumes that Planned Parenthoods are just for abortion. Most yes. of them don't even offer abortions anymore. Right. I like, knock things over. Abortions is like 5% of what Planned Parenthood does, you know? Like, it's like the smallest amount of things that they even do. They don't offer them here. Not at ours anymore. They send you to other places. Yeah. Like, it's just not in there. You know what I mean? Mm. But you know what I do know? Is Planned Parenthood helped me become a parent. Right? Like, yeah. I got I got birth control. I got my first positive pregnancy test. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I got all the uh, not-so-talked-about things. Right? That's, that's the services I got from Planned Parenthood, and they were fucking great. You can get testing done there. Like, yes, so many and things. You should. Oh my gosh. Other than abortions that Planned Parenthood does. <laughs> it's the cancel culture thing, right? They want to cancel it because of one thing they heard one time. Right. But really, that's like so far from it. And y'all really need to get tested more. Come on. <laughs> if you haven't Whole sex fucking... with more than one person, and if they have sex with more than one person, you need to be getting tested regularly. Now, even even it's it's the, the rule of thumb: you catch a new body, get tested. Yes. You catch an old body, you get tested. You catch a body, you get tested. I mean, if you're like like okay, you and your husband, for example, y'all have been together forever. Neither of you are catching any new bodies, so that's not really, you know. Right. If there's any surprises, you'll find out in your annual visits. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's not It's not the same, but <sighs> I really wish we wouldn't be so taboo. Sorry, that was a left field tangent. Yes, yes it was. We gotta get back on the show shop now. <laughs> <laughs> Lexi is spicy tonight. <laughs> I 
it's the shot of rum. <laughs> <laughs> I yep. So uh All right. what's what's her name? Um Cheyenne. So Cheyenne is pregnant, right? And she's still trying to decide on if she wants to like keep it or give it up for adoption or whatever. And so mm-hmm. then Glenn is like, Oh, I you I could take your baby, you know? <laughs> oh my gosh, his fucking foster kids rant. <laughs> mm. And so then he says, I just want a new one. It's like driving a used car <laughs> off the car lot. <laughs> you know, I want some that aren't all dinged up first. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> and freaking D. Why is he out- so sweet and soft spoken? And he's like one of the worst people. <laughs> right? So bad. So bad. But Dina, she finds out, so she freaking is like, I'm not going to let Glenn get that baby. And so she comes and finds Cheyenne, and she goes, <laughs> word on a the street, there's a baby up for grabs. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, that was that was wild. And then they have to, they, like, feud over it. The entire episode, they just keep going back and forth. Cheyenne's like putting stuff out on the shelf or whatever and there's like a customer right next to her and Glenn comes around and he's like, oh, here, let me help you. And then in a super creepy way, he goes, you might be carrying my baby after all. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh, and <clears throat> the, the whole freaking thing with the mannequin. The <laughs> oh my gosh. He <laughs> said... Look, Jonah, it's Jonah. <laughs> <laughs> so they just keep freaking dressing him up like Jonah and moving him around to different places in the store. And oh Jonah my gosh, is not what fucking having it. <laughs> he's like, he just fucking... looks like me because he's a because he's white male. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, that shit was funny. And they fucking did with the banana hack. <laughs> He's holding the bananas wrong. <laughs> so Jonah tries to find a mannequin that looks like Amy. And he's like, why are all the mannequins white? So what does he fucking do? Like, the <laughs> Dude goes and buys a sex doll <laughs> of Amy's likeness. He but it looks just hold like on. Amy. So before that. Before before we even see the sex doll, fucking Garrett is like, "Oh, you're it's a work flirt. You're you're work flirting." And Amy's like, "No, that's not what this is." He said I wasn't fun. <laughs> She's like all like fucking hell bent on proving that she can be fun too. And he's like, "Oh, I I can see why because he said you're not he or sorry. He said Oh, so because he said you're responsible, now I can see why you need a shark to attack him. <laughs> he's got the leg and the fucking blow-up shark. And he's like, if you're not careful, this is how rumors get started. And then they walk into the employee's room and to Jonah straddling sex the sex doll. <laughs> That was some good shit. Oh my gosh. And he's like trying to like get her dressed and he keeps flying. Right? Her <laughs> Just 
flopping around. She ain't got no pants on. And the shirt. Fucking Cheyenne goes, wow, Amy, you've got a really nice butt. No, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that shit was funny as hell. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then, um, so they do the fucking adopted interviews. <laughs> right. <laughs> So, like, Glenn's got all these, like, heartfelt answers, and fucking Dina, she's like, oh, well, I'm in good with this local gang. (laughs) (laughs) What even is Dina? Like, what the fuck? I love her so so abrasive. (laughs) She's very (laughs) abrasive and just so misunderstood. I just love her. (laughs) She cracks me up (laughs) in the beginning when he was talking about driving Cheyenne to Planned Parenthood. She goes... Need an old pap. <laughs> yeah. She says, you're only supposed to do it once a year, but I do it twice. Just to make sure everything's up to code. <laughs> <laughs> and then she pats the puss, oh right? <laughs> like, oh, full on, <laughs> Oh, my gosh. And then, um, so at the end, they, like, did those interviews. And, um... Freaking Cheyenne's like, yeah, we're going to keep it. We decided we're going to keep the baby. And they're both like, oh, yeah. And she's like, well, we just want the baby to have a fair chance and get raised by somebody who isn't crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And fucking Bo, he's like, wah, wah, wah. (laughs) (laughs) Although, as ridiculous as he is, I did think it was cute when he was like, being the dad's gonna be tight as shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh man! And then at the end, Jonah shows Amy that he returned the sex doll, <laughs> and she says, "You paid a four hundred dollar restocking fee." Because <laughs> <laughs> turns out aftermarket sex dolls aren't really a big sale. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes. Ew. <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. And then he goes, I know what this was all about. You guys were hazing me. And she goes, yeah. Right. right. <laughs> That's hazing. <laughs> That's what this was. <laughs> oh man. And, and then episode five... With the oh, dead man. guy, the 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 old man dying on the couch. <laughs> well, you can't say it right off the bat. That's what happened. He was sleeping. Very beginning. He was sleeping. He was taking a nap. No, he he was dead. <laughs> dead ass. <laughs> <guy>. Yeah. No. <laughs> and the, but yeah, they thought he was sleeping. So Jonah like is like, "Excuse me, sir," and then he like falls over. <laughs> Garrett's like, Jonah touched a dead guy. Jonah touched a dead guy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. So, so uh they they have a another staff meeting, but Glenn was wanting uh to say something about the dead guy, the old man. <laughs> and so he tells Amy, he's like, Amy, can you say something? Dina has the old man's driver's license. And so Amy grabs it and she she looks at it and she goes, Charles, 
wasn't just a man who needed corrective lenses. He also <laughs> wasn't an organ donor. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> oh, man. And then, uh, oh, my gosh. So, um, Amy's daughter's sitter, like, bails, and she has to bring her into work, and, oh, my. <laughs> Dina and Cheyenne got in that fight over the fucking couch. It was Mateo and Cheyenne. Mateo and Cheyenne, they both wanted the couch. That's right. The one that the dead guy was on. Yeah. <laughs> because it was super discounted. <laughs> <laughs> they they uh they found out that the old man died on they called it the the expensive couch. So <laughs> they were like, who's gonna get That's the couch? Right. <laughs> oh my gosh, man, Mateo's <laughs> such an interesting character. He is. So um Dina is convinced that this lady stole something from makeup. Shit, that's right. The shot it's literally called the shoplifting episode. Oh, I forgot about that. I remember Dina being over the top about something. The fucking makeup. <laughs> yeah. So she's got the lady like locked up in this room and trying to interrogate her. <laughs> Which is kidnapping. <laughs> And so she gets Amy, who is in jewelry, hiding her daughter because nobody is supposed to know that her daughter is there. Yep. She wants Amy to come and play good cop, bad cop with her. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh, I remember Amy is not a very good, good cop. Well, she was expecting to be the good cop, but Dina tried, like, after Dina was already being super rude to this lady, she leaves and goes and gets Amy, and then she comes back, and she's, like, trying to pretend to be nice and everything. She's like, do you want some water? After she was just, like, fucking psycho just a minute ago. (laughs) (laughs) Like... She tells Amy to play good cop, bad cop, but she did not tell Amy that Amy was going to be the bad cop. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> and then they, what did they do? They didn't even find the makeup on the lady. <laughs> so they, yeah, they dumped, they dumped the lady's purse and she That's found right, yeah. a lipstick and the lady was like, this lipstick is mine. I brought it in with me. <laughs> and Dina was like, oh, sure, isn't that very convenient? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. And so while Amy is dealing with Dina, Jonah is with Amy's daughter. And she yep, gets her period. <laughs> her first ever period. <laughs> And he's just the most awkward about it. He- <laughs> he's like, he's like, we'll just wait for your mom. Like, <laughs> at first he's like, we'll just wait for your mom. But then she goes to the bathroom and there's, she's like, there's a lot, there's like a lot of blood. <laughs> 
so then Jonah's like, hold on, I'll be right back. And he goes to the feminine products and he's just standing there like looking all like crazy and manic and everything, right? And then this freaking customer comes down, this lady comes down the aisle and he he says, excuse me, I'm an 11-year-old girl. Do I like pads or tampons? And then she just like stares at him and he goes, Hy- <laughs> hypothetically. <laughs> hypothetically. <laughs> no, like, I'm not the 11 year old girl, but <laughs> you're not making it better, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. It was a great episode. I loved it. <laughs> it was such a good episode. Well, so, so- does that mean it's time for tea time? It is tea time. Clink. Ooh. All right, Amy, what is your first story? My first story. Lady attempted to spit on me. Oh, mm-mm. Right? Keep your mm-mm. saliva to yourself, ma'am. <laughs> In a pandemic? Mm-mm. A- That's attempted murder in these <laughs> in these times. <laughs> a few months ago, around the end of November, beginning of December, a woman came into my department store I worked at. Now, the store I worked at recently closed due to being bought out. A lot of people were mad about that, yelling at the employees and demanding explanation. I wasn't a manager or Why? anything. I know, right? <laughs> Why are you closing? Like, How dare time you close? They're like, what's your problem? Like, I didn't make that fucking deal. <laughs> I'm just trying to keep my paycheck. <laughs> I just hit the button and take the money. <laughs> yup. I wasn't a manager or anything, so I didn't really know much, just what I was told. So, all I knew was that any purchases any purchases made after November 12th were final sale, no returns or exchanges. The registers are also set up where we have signs saying all sales are final, and we have plexiglass between the cashier and customer. This lady came into the store and she looked pretty put together. She was wearing form-fitting jeans, a sweater, and some nice makeup. In my area, we require masks or face shields. She had a face shield on. This comes into play later. She also had two (laughs) girls with her, probably nine and five. Both of the girls were also nicely dressed. She walked around for a bit before finally choosing a set of PJs. She walked up to my register and paid for her things, with me telling her two times verbally that all sales were final. We tell them all sales are final before they pay and again when we mark their receipt final sale. She acknowledged me, paid, and went to walk out of the store. On her way out, she stopped and looked at the PJs again. She seemed to find another set that she liked, so she walked back up to the register. I took her at my register, assuming (laughs) she wanted to buy the other set, but she slammed the bag of purchased PJs 
and the other sat on the counter and said, I want to exchange these. <laughs> Within minutes of your purchase. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I no. looked at her and said, I'm sorry, ma'am, but all sales are final, so I'm unable to do that. She didn't like that answer, and she started saying, I didn't even leave the store. I just bought these. Do it. Like, what the fuck? Who you, you know think you're talking to like that? You know what I mean? Right? <laughs> Who? <laughs> oh, me? Maybe <laughs> it's the audacity. <laughs> the way you trying me. <laughs> I am not the one, the two, or the three. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Baby. <laughs> <laughs> She said, mm -mm. I explained to her again that I'm unable to do that. We didn't even have the option on the register anymore. She got more and more visibly aggravated with me. She kept demanding that I exchange the items using so many different excuses like I just bought them. They are the same price. I didn't leave and you didn't tell me it's final sale. Bleh, bleh, bleh. <laughs> okay, Drek. <laughs> I do not say bleh, bleh, bleh. <laughs> Keep in mind. No, you say, I didn't know it was a final sale. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> Keep in mind, there are signs all over the store saying final sale. And I told her two times. I kept telling her over and over that I couldn't exchange them, but would be happy to ring it up in a separate purchase for her. She wasn't having it. She eventually <laughs> slid her face shield up and spit in my direction. The spit... Oh, hell no. <laughs> ...landed on the plexiglass and not on me, but at that point, I wasn't taking it anymore. I'm not sure if she knew the plexiglass was there or not, but either way, I was done. I called my manager over and calmly explained the situation to her before stepping back. Now, my manager is very mama bear. If someone messes with her employees, she doesn't take it. She took one look at the customer mm -hmm. and said, you have five seconds to leave the store or I'm calling security to come in here and drag you out. Fuck yeah. Bye, bitch. <laughs> Tried it. <laughs> the customer was taken aback for a bit, but eventually grabbed the PJs she purchased and stormed out. Her daughters just looked scared and embarrassed of their mom the whole time. The store closed shortly after that, so I'm not sure if anything ever came of it, but let's just say I'm glad I don't work retail anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mm -mm -mm. Let somebody try and spit on me. We're about to have a New York versus pumpkin round fucking five. Who <laughs> <laughs> tried to spit on me? I dare you. <laughs> uh oh. That's like the one thing. You know what I mean? It, it, the, the scummiest fucking move you can do is try to spit on somebody. Right? Mm hmm. It's gross, first of all. Second of all, it's very disrespectful. 
And, like, extremely childish. Yeah. Like, what do you think your spit's going to accomplish? <laughs> World peace. <laughs> no, because you be in. I mean, if you you're it. that Czech woman, your spit might have achieved world peace. <laughs> Guess it depends on the context. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, no, I can't. I can't trust my my temperament in a situation like that. I get <laughs> spit on, man. I'm gonna go like fucking King Kong. I can't. Mm-mm. Those are the situations I avoid. All right. Oh, man. Lexi, what's your first story? So, uh, my first story is titled, I encountered a wild Karen while exiting the mall today. (laughs) Um, Crikey! This is during the pandemic, so just to give some time frame here. Uh, Backstory, I know that it's not an ideal time to go to the mall. But we hadn't gone out for months, and we're definitely practicing safe social distancing the entire time. Uh, Not to mention that this mall specifically has limited the number of people in each store and was highly enforcing the mask rule. Hand sanitizers available and mandatory at all stores prior prior to entering. So I felt safe enough while walking around and shopping. Uh... Now for the story. So, today, as we were leaving the mall, my husband noticed a picture from Warped Tour that was in black and white. Um, It was one of those decorative type things that shows a crowd of people smashed together cheering on a band. I remember the concert because uh, there was a tent in the photo with the concert name on it, right? guessing they don't know what Warped Tour is. <laughs> but Warped Tour is freaking awesome and you're damn right it would be an awesome t-shirt to see or whatever it was. Um, There were these two women that walked out right before us and they had heard this exchange between me and my husband. Keep in mind, we were not talking loud, just kind of chick chit. I can't talk. Just kind of chit-chatting as we walked like we always do. So, hubby says, wow, a concert, that seems like so long ago. And I say, huh? Yeah, no masks and no social distancing, seems like forever ago. It's so weird seeing people without a mask. And he says, yeah, now. So then, this Karen, oozing with condensation and entitlement, says, you know I can hear you. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh... As she says this, she's walking out and holding her mask that she has already removed from her face the moment she hit the door. My husband says, what? N- no one was talking to you. Or about And I say, yeah, you. we were just talking about a picture of a concert on the wall. He says, yeah, not everything is about you, and not everyone is talking about you. <laughs> you this are Karen not says, She says, fuck you. I can hear you talking shit about what? me. Whoa, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) So me and my husband both look at each other and we're like, what the fuck? She says, do your research. Saying shit like, this is all a hoax or whatever Karen's like to say, you know. Uh, She continues to bitch hurling obscenities as she walks to the elevator in the parking garage. My husband says, have a nice day. (laughs) (laughs) 
It was a nice day overall, and this Karen just randomly went off on us. That's fine. We're living rent-free in our head now. <laughs> Possibly forever. I know this isn't that horrible. Uh, I just couldn't believe the random audacity of this woman to pipe into our conversation. Baby, it's the audacity. <laughs> Sorry, it's my theme song today. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, Amy, what's your second story? Can I return these worn panties and throw a fit? Please don't. <laughs> no. <laughs> Specifically worn? No. <laughs> <laughs> baby, what is you doing? Oh, uh, no, baby, what is you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I work in a department Sorry. store that sells mainly clothes and some home decor. Hmm. I can guess three different places right now, but my first thought was Gordman's. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an assistant manager at the time. Lady comes in right after Christmas with a bag full of bras and panties that didn't fit her niece after she tried them on. Now, I'm in my store. Oh. Now, in my store, we have a no-return policy on intimates, underwear, and bras. And it is displayed by signs be. on all the bra and panty racks and at the front desk. We also remind the customers that are buying as gifts of the no-return policy and point to the sign at the desk. We can be a little relaxed on the bras if they still have the tags on them and they look like they were just bought yesterday. But it's an absolute no on panties. <laughs> For real, though. Should be. This lady had seven pairs of panties and three bras that she wanted to return. No tags. Way past the 30-day return policy, and she had just admitted that they had been worn. Well, this isn't going to go the way you wanted it to. <laughs> Not even a little. I did mm. the polite... I'm sorry, ma'am, but we have a no-return policy on intimates, and your receipt says it's past the 30-day return date as well. By policy, I can't do anything. She says, <laughs> well, these were a Christmas gift, and they didn't work out, so I need to return them. <laughs> Cue her starting to go Karen as she slams her large wallet onto the counter. <laughs> I have money. <laughs> Congrats. You know, most of us try to. <laughs> I don't know what slamming your wallet's going to emphasize, though. I'm sorry, ma'am, but it's against store policy for me to do a return on worn intimates that are also past the 30-day return date. I am being as polite as I can here. <laughs> she says... You mean you won't give me my money back? She is exasperated and throws the panties in her hand onto the counter and they slide so far they almost fall off the other slide. I grimace at her <laughs> what the fuck? and shrug in the I'm sorry, there's nothing I can do expression. <laughs> she says, but you have to give me my money back. I can't use these. She didn't even wear them. Is there a manager I can talk to? 
she starts to get irate and shoves the bras at me next. And I said, ma'am, I am a manager. There are no tags on these. They have been worn. You said your niece tried them on to find out they didn't fit. This is, I look on, I look at the date on the receipt and says, a month and a half past the 30 day period. You thought. Tried it. (laughs) Why'd you tried it though, you know? Mm. But you have to. She starts to get loud, looking around for sympathy from other customers who are actually trying to avoid eye contact with her. <laughs> They're like, mm-mm, mm-mm, no, mm-mm. <laughs> don't look at me. <laughs> if <laughs> I say, if I make this return, I could lose my job due to the health code violation alone. So no. I will not do this return. In fact, here is my store manager now. Hey, boss lady. Do we return worn intimates? My manager, the best manager I've ever had, walks up to the desk after coming back from her lunch and stares this, oh, and stares this clearly angry Karen down. No, we don't. We even have signs everywhere saying we don't. And if you're going to argue with my assistant manager, you can kindly leave. Yup. <laughs> Mic drop. Karen says, this is ridiculous. Do you guys see this? The lady looking around, trying to still find some sympathy from other customers that are avoiding eye contact. She throws a handful of the panties at me and huffs and grumbles and shouts, Really? As she trudges out of the door of our shop. (laughs) Another Karen trying. You had us in the first half, not gonna lie. (laughs) Another Karen trying, trying. You know what? (laughs) I feel like our theme is Karens and not department stores. (laughs) These are Karens in department stores. (laughs) Well, so this one's a little different. My next story. This is a Karen in a fast food place in a food court. Oh, okay. <laughs> this is very barely part of the department store bracket. It's a food court but, uh, at a mall which has department stores. <laughs> yes. The mall is the ultimate in department stores. <laughs> the ultimate. You can get food and furniture in the same place. Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> This one's titled, The Story of the Flare, or Why Illiteracy is a Real Problem. (laughs) Uh, So, for background, I worked at a fast food franchise back when I was in high school that dealt primarily with pizza but had some pasta dishes. Our particular location was located in a food court. um, It's a Sabaro. And did not... (laughs) (laughs) and did not offer these pasta dishes. Also, to note that my manager was young, and I I looked old as a six foot five male, and she typically had me deal with my own customer issues, which was terrible slash awesome. The problem of people wanting items that we didn't serve was fairly typical, but this one woman took the cake. Ah, yes. Ah. Karen's be Karening. Oh, yes. 
Here they come with their shit. <laughs> you know, it's different shit. I don't like it. <laughs> uh, so it was right around the end of dinner rush and most everyone was putting the dining room in order and getting back up to stuff on our prepped food and that left me as the only one working the front counter. Um, it was at this point that a middle-aged woman, let's go with Karen, she looked like a Karen, <laughs> came in with her two elementary school-aged children. Not important part, but true nonetheless. So I say, hi, welcome to Redacted. How may I help you? And she says, can you just give me a minute? <laughs> sure. You, you came to my counter, but all right. <laughs> Like, Take your time. So so I put on my best fake smile and customer service voice and I say, sure, take your time and let me know when you are ready to order. <laughs> I didn't even know that's what they were going to say. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> it's almost like we all carry the same spirit of customer service. We just get possessed for a second. So I then went back to cleaning the counters and putting paper mats on our trays, etc. So then about roughly three minutes later, I hear her say, um, excuse me. <laughs> I say, oh, yes. Are you ready to order now? And she goes, yeah. <laughs> oh. Joy. I'm trying really hard to give this, this, uh, this font a whole mood, okay? <laughs> We're going to feel it. She says, yeah, about time. I'll take a large order of spaghetti and two orders of so I cut her off. I'm like, ma'am, I'm going to have to stop you there. We unfortunately don't serve pasta at this location. However, we do have fresh pizza that just came out of the oven. Or I could point you in the direction of two other locations fairly near here that do serve our pasta. <laughs> and she goes, she starts pointing at the menu and looks at me. I know for a fact that you serve pasta. Just take my order and get me my food. Mmm. So I say in my best polite but slightly annoyed voice, I apologize, ma'am, but as I said, we don't serve pasta at this location. Is there something else? Of course you do. Are you telling me you're out of pasta? <laughs> I'm say, telling you we don't we're fucking not... <laughs> serve it here. Okay? We're not out of pasta. We never had pasta. We don't make pasta. We have no pasta. Once again, I can direct you to get me a manager. Is there a manager around? Jesus Christ. So I looked down the counter to one of our managers. Um, I looked at their area. They were slightly blocked from view from customers at the end of our counter with a desk. This is where my store manager was sitting. And she just shook her head and She's kept like, working. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to deal nope. with that bitch at all. <laughs> <laughs> so I say, at the current moment, I am the manager on duty. Once again, I wasn't, but this is a fairly common lie. I was told to spout. Not sure how legal that was with the company, but whatever. <laughs> I was 16 and was looked there. 30 and couldn't have cared less. <laughs> um, is there something I can do for you? She says, yes, you can get me my spaghetti. Lady, so, go fucking home point, and make some fucking spaghetti. Right. Jesus Christ. I'm going to make you a play to fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to make you a play to get the fuck on. Go find yourself some fucking business somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> 
So now the exasperation is setting in, and I say, Ma'am, I do apologize, but we do not carry pasta. I can give you directions to a location that does. Beyond that, I'm not sure what you want me to do. So then she gets a gleam in her eye and decides to unveil her as-yet-unplayed ace in the hole. Oh, Jesus. She says, Excuse me, she said, withdrawing an entertainment book coupon. I have this coupon for a buy one, get one free on pasta, and you have to honor it. I can't honor something that I don't fucking have, yo. (laughs) I have the gold ticket. What are you not getting? I don't have any. Magically manifest pasta. (laughs) There are two other locations that you can go to and use your fucking coupon. (laughs) So... I'm like, ah, okay, now we've gotten to the root of the problem. (laughs) I wish I could say this was a little more uncommon than it is. So I say, okay, I understand your confusion, but if you look at the back, you will see the at participating locations. Yeah, we're not one of them. (laughs) (laughs) We do not participate. She says, she says, yes, you are. It says right here. Jesus Christ. (laughs) So I I check out the coupon and I look at it and it says, no, see, this is the location about two miles from here that I've been trying to help you get to. (laughs) (laughs) She says, "Uh, you're lying. I think you're just lazy and don't want to make it for me. I don't get this. And at this point, I'm fed up. I'm done. Why? Why do they really think? A lot really more patience think, that I would have had. Why do they really think that we just set out on our day? We just wake up and we're like, you know what we want to do today? <laughs> we want to withhold spaghetti. I just really want to fuck up this one specific lady's day. Fuck that. Fuck lady. her and her needs for pasta. <laughs> if it sounds weird, it's because it is, and most people aren't like that. <laughs> most of us don't. Have a vendetta against you and your noodle needs. I, tr- I promise you. Didn't think that needed said, but. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want anything to do with any of that. <laughs> we just want to do our jobs and go home. <laughs> right. Uh, so I'm fed up at this point and done with this. As we now have cars lined up in our drive through that I should be helping expedite. Sorry. So I say, ma'am, are you suggesting that I took the pasta off the menu when I saw you pull up? <laughs> she says, are you telling me you can't make me any spaghetti? And I say, yes. That is what Yes, I'm ma'am. We have no pasta. None. Zip. Zero. <laughs> exactly what I cannot saying. make it appear. <laughs> is there anything else I can do for you? She says, you lazy, rude idiot. I'm never coming back here. You just lost yourself a customer. Oh, no. And I say, great. Have a good day. <laughs> Please come back. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Who wants spaghetti that bad? I mean, you can make it yourself. I'm not so great at making pizza. I think it was because they thought they were going to save money on two meals, but, like, you really want to argue it that much? <laughs> it's not that serious. Now, let's let's say, let's say that she was right for a second, right? Let's say that 
she was right and had a lazy cashier who just didn't want to ring it up. Even if that was the case, would you fucking sit there and argue or would you go find another location where they could help you better? Right. You know what I mean? Right. Like, if I deal with a shit-ass person at McDonald's, I'm not going to be like, ah, fuck you, McDonald's, I'm never coming back. No, I'm going to go and try to find another McDonald's. There's only about four more in your town, you know? Like, (laughs) yep. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. All right, so remember this week we did department stores and our theme for next week is going to be hardware stores. So if you guys have any hardware store stories, send that shit our way. All right, so it's time for them demographics. Beautiful. (laughs) All right, so this week... We have the same reigning champs in first. We've got Michellen Flanders. Hey, Belgium. Woo-woo. Hell yeah. Love it. And in second place, we got Manhattan, New York. Hell yeah. Hey. And then we got a tie. I'm not saying it this time, Amy. Uh. We have a tie. In third, between Dallas, Texas, and Fayetteville, Arkansas. And then we have another tie for fourth. We have Guadalajara and San Jose, California. Hell yeah. We got... Love and the love, y'all. Keep it up. We got two extra countries in our top four this week <laughs> well i, I mean, know i'm loving it it's been those but i just love when there's other countries in the top four i know it makes me feel like we're really reaching <laughs> look at our reach we're far <laughs> excitement 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 so let's see right. you got our sign off quote this week i do so my quote for the week is Success is not final. Failure is not fatal. It is the courage to continue that counts. Uh. Said it. Yeah. <laughs> Run it. <laughs> it's that, we're, we're trying to be the cat poster you need in your lives in 2021. Hang in there. <laughs> <laughs> Look. It's all kind of crazy right now, but yeah, for real, hang in there, man. <laughs> we'll get through it. All right. Until next week. Pinkies out, bitches. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. Be sure to find our webpage. It's confessionsofretailpodcast.com, and you'll find our blog there. We are also on Facebook. We are at Confessions of Retail, all the tea. We also have a private group, fans of Confessions of Retail, all the tea. You can find our Instagram. We are at Confessions of Retail Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter. Our handle is at Corat Pod. Corat for life, yo. Corat for life, yo. And we have a TikTok. It's at C O N F. 
of retail podcasts. Well, that was Amy. And that was Lexi. And we'll catch you next week. Bye. Bye. That was a Titan Cast episode.